Welcome to the HD CEO Psyche Podcast. I am your host, Ashley Brianna Eve. This is the show for the sacred rebel entrepreneurs who are ready to experience power, purpose, and prosperity in business their way. I am a leading human design business expert trained by the official schools and certified Gene Keys mentor studying with Richard Rudd. This is a no bullshit podcast bringing you alignment and ass kickery to help you embody your design, rewire your beliefs, and scale your soul-led business in a way that simplifies making money online. Now, fair warning, I am a fan of the cursey words, so if that is not your jam, this is likely not the place for you. If it is, welcome to the family, and I can't wait to get to know you. Let's get started. We are now live. Welcome to Copy That Sells by Design. We are diving into writing copy that sells. I mean, that in and of itself is simple, sweet, and you know what you're getting as soon as you jump on the live or as soon as you see that title. Snag that, snag that for your own copy, for your own titles, for your own hooks. Snag simple over complicated. I always say to my clients, confused people don't buy. So make sure things are simple. And that is your first tip before we even get started today on what I wanted to say. Now, for those that are listening on the podcast, this is a live on Instagram. For those on Instagram, this is also going to be recorded for the podcast. So if you can't stay the whole time, you can catch it on the podcast later. I actually have a hard stop of 1130 because I have to jump onto trainings over at the International Human Design School that I can't miss. So let's get started. Hello guys, it's so nice to see you guys. It has been so long. Hello beautiful. It has been so long since I've been live and I'm excited to be live again. If you guys saw my stories, I locked myself in this room. <laughs> Does not have the best audio, but the reality is all the animals are being very demanding today. So it's like I am locking myself in this room in the corner of the house away from y'all. <laughs> Scott, you can deal with the craziness. All right, so let's get started so that I don't run out of time. What we're talking about is copy that sells. And I wanna tell you guys something. The good news is if you've been feeling as though in your business you've hit this plateau or you've hit a period of time where you're like, I, nothing is working, I don't understand, or you're hit a block because a lot of people I find are really effective at selling in communities that already know them. It's kind of that pay to play energy, right? If you're in a community, people get to know you and you sell really easy there. However, they hit these blocks when it comes to actually having copy that converts. And the good news is no one's born knowing how to do this. The good news is it's a skill you can develop and become a genius at. So when we're looking at copy that sells. I always bring everything through Gene Keys and Human Design, but we're actually going to get to that last today because I think sometimes we hyper focus on how can I make this Human Design related or how can I make this Gene Keys related and we forget you. We forget what's naturally flowing from you and we forget some little sprinkles of gold, glitter and gold that are natural, proven, over time, copywriting secrets, which really aren't secrets, I'm gonna share them with you anyway, that can help with conversion. Oh, I love the podcast, I'm so glad you love the podcast. I have a second one coming out as well, I'm recording episodes behind the scenes, it's gonna be so exciting. 
So what you may not know about me, because a lot of people have entered my world since I got into human design in the online space, and I've been told I make it look easy. I make going live look easy. I make writing look easy, all of those different things. I often have clients in my mastermind say to me after I rewrite their copy, how can I buy my own programs for it from you? Like, how do you do this? How do you make it seem so easy? It was not. At one point, I need to tell you guys a story that I've never told online in the online space before. So you may know that in 2008, I actually traveled to Australia for the year. Love Australia. Shout out to all the Aussies here. I love it. I miss it. I lived on the Gold Coast. It was fucking magical. And when I was there, I worked for this company that helped raise money and funds for WISPA, Greenpeace and Amnesty International. Now, if you've been around for a hot second, you would know that those are things that are close to my heart. They're things I'm really passionate about. Animal rights, protecting animals, human rights, protecting people. Those are things I'm really passionate about. I sucked at it. I sucked so bad at sales. <laughs> so bad at sales. I literally left a city crying, tail tucked between my legs, throwing things in the garbage at the airport because I had too much in my luggage and they wouldn't let me board the plane. Full blown tears, feeling like a failure because I couldn't even sell one membership. Like ugly crying, tail between my legs, wanting to throw up, feeling like I sucked. And you know, the reality is I kind of did. I kind of did. I made it so awkward and contrived because I was just following this script that they gave me. So no matter how passionate I was about the offers, because I really am, it's things that are the closest to my heart. I couldn't sell to save my life. Could not sell to save my life. If you knew me then, or the Ashley that got fired from banks because I wasn't hitting my quotas, you would likely drop dead if you heard now that I built, sorry, I keep hitting my desk. I move so much when I talk, the phone's shaking. You would likely have a heart attack, find it very hard to believe that I went on to build a seven figure, I'm gonna move a bit, seven figure and scaling business online because the past showed that I didn't know how to sell. So I left this city crying, tail tucked between my legs. Don't worry. I healed my heart on the beaches of the Gold Coast. It's the perfect place to heal your heart. And I honestly felt like I would never get into selling again. I actually went back to my career in social work. My degree is in psychology. And I just forgot completely about sales. I was like, I'm just going to help people change their lives. Since that time where I cried over sales and kind of got told off by my manager as well, I've tried to sell it all. And I've done, I mean, I'm the sixth line. I've done that trial and error process to the max to the absolute max. And when we're looking at the six line, something to keep in mind is the six line we hear so often, the six line has, you know, is the third line for the first 30 years of life. And that's a big misconception. The six line does not have the resiliency that the third line inherently has. So if you have a six line, let me know if you have a six line, we naturally don't have that kind of like fall down, get back up energy. So it had that sales process and failing so many times had really taken its toll. And then you guys might know this. I had a personal training studio. It was called Stronger. And I was really one of the best personal trainers for athletes in Ontario. I was being sought out by companies for sponsorships. I was being sought out to help third line. Yeah, to train 
elite athletes in Tough Mudder. I've actually put athletes on the podium at World's Toughest Mudder and CrossFit competitions. So sixth line life or third line life, right? We've done it all. So when I started Stronger, it was a friend of mine that had actually kind of taken me under her wing. She was a serial entrepreneur. She took me under her wing and she taught me copywriting. She taught me marketing. She taught me all of the things building a business at that time. She helped me build my first website. She helped me understand the difference of why you would start a website like this or say this thing in marketing. And I didn't really see the intense value at that time because I was so caught up in just my genius of being a personal trainer that I wasn't leveraging that knowledge fully. So long story short, like I said, I have to get off at 1130 today. So we're going to stay on track. I even have notes to keep me on track, believe it or not. Up until this point, I've gone on a roller coaster of looking at how do I incorporate tried and true strategy because strategy isn't bad. Other people have invented the wheel of copywriting. Other people have invented the wheel of strategy. Why are we trying to rewrite it? There is no point. Save yourself time. Look at that. And how can we blend it with our unique way in human design and gene keys? It takes a toll on third lines too. It takes, you know, we're human. It's going to take a toll on everyone. The idea is when you're in alignment, this is the trick, my friends, when you're in alignment and you're going through a line trial and error as a third line, you will have much more resiliency than the sixth line who um, doesn't have that rebound effect, right? So of course, of course, as humans, we're all, it takes a toll. I mean, we can't escape the human experience. It is what it is. So what I realized on my journey and if you were my first coach watching this, I'm going to have to set her this live. You'd be like, I don't believe this is Ashley because I'll never forget when she was trying to teach me stuff like this in the very beginning of transitioning into online. I was like, no, I'm just going to write through from my heart. I'm just going to say whatever I feel that day. I'm just going to do, be in the flow, right? So I completely rejected strategy, but this is what I've learned. I feel like I need to send this video to everyone that's met me along the journey that I've been on. One, it's about selling something people want and need. What they want and need. And that was one of the troubles I was, especially I feel those of us that are heart, heart, soul led, whatever you want to call it, light workers, heart-led entrepreneurs, whatever, however you want to describe it, I feel especially for us, it is critical that we are selling something. Yes, of course, we are passionate about, but honestly, what someone needs. (laughs) We are not, if you're anything like me, you're not the kind of person that can just, you know, kind of the image I'm coming with is like the snake oil salesman, right? That can sell anything to anyone. You are here to sell something you're passionate about, but also something other people want and need. People need to want what you're selling. And this is something that I see a lot of people get caught in a loop in is they're passionate about it. But when I ask them, does your not just ideal, but qualified clients want what you're selling? They're like, I don't know. I love it. I love selling it. Okay, this is likely going to be one of the places that we're meeting resistance. So people need to want and need what you're selling. So one way I describe this with clients is it's selling a painkiller rather than a vitamin. It's not to say you can't sell vitamins. Of course, people sell vitamins and it's also a very lucrative industry. However, when we frame, even if you have a vitamin and you're selling a vitamin, frame it as a painkiller and position it as a painkiller, it's going to be a lot easier. 
Number two, selling is the easy part. <laughs> it, it truly is. Selling is the easy part. It's getting in front of the right qualified people that requires that skill and speaking directly to them that requires that skill. People want to buy. People want to buy. If they're not buying from you, they're buying from someone else. So selling actually is the easiest part of being a CEO and running a heart-centered business. It's getting in front of the right qualified people and knowing how to speak to them. Four, passion is not enough, guys. Again, you can be really passionate about something like I was with selling memberships and sponsorships for things like WISPA and Greenpeace and Amnesty International, but I could not sell it to save my life. We have to understand how to get the message out. That is critical. And where a lot of people in the online space have been led astray is saying, well, just hold the vibe or just manifest or just simply write your thoughts, put it on paper and people will buy because of your energy. And it's not necessarily true. This is again where you get caught in the pay to play. And maybe you found yourself in there. I have multiple seven figure entrepreneurs that reach out to me that find themselves here. The pay to play is where you are simply just saying what's on your heart. There is no strategy. There is no structure. There's nothing, nothing in terms of why or how or what you're writing. It's just like, okay, well, I woke up today and this was the message. This is what I wrote in my journal and this is what I'm putting out into the world. So pay to play ends up happening. Glad this is resonating where you go into, and there's a couple ways pay to play can show up, but this is specifically what I'm talking about. And I know it's happening to someone here because it happens to a lot of people that reach out to me. The people that, that are in programs with them and masterminds with them, people that know them really well and have built that intimacy, buy their products as if they're hotcakes. But they cannot convert to save their lives off of people that just found them online. They can't convert to save their lives. So what this also builds is a hamster wheel. Why? You have to continually sell different things to the same people. So it, you will really struggle to create signature offers or certain things that allow you to step back and have a little bit more freedom because you're not converting through your copy. You're not converting through your marketing. You're converting through pay to play. You're converting because people get to know you in these circles when you finally like settle in and they know you and what your magic is and how you create transformations for people. And then they say yes, but they're not saying yes through your copy. And let me know if that's a trap you've gotten into. And it's certainly not to say don't be in masterminds, don't be in programs. However, this is a little bit of a way you can start to have those guardrails up of like, okay, my copy isn't what's converting. My marketing isn't what's converting. People fucking love me because of course I'm a genius, I'm a badass, I'm amazing. People love me so when they get to know me, they convert and they sign up for things. But we also want you to be able to convert based off your marketing and copy. And where people also get into tricky ground here is they're like, well, I'll just have ads. If your copy and marketing isn't converting on your day-to-day -day posts, just adding ads is going to be a big spend in the business, especially if you have a broad niche, it's gonna be even bigger, a big spend in the business that is unlikely to convert. Ads are going to amplify what works, not fix glaring holes in what is not working. All right, it's really important. I want you guys to look at that in your own business and it's a little bit of structure you can start to look at of where are things maybe not working. And number five, positioning based on human design and gene keys is critical. I will die on this hill. When we're looking at that, I was super passionate about, oh my gosh, I was so passionate. I was like, I'm going to save all the whales. I'm going to save the bears. It was, uh, what was the main focus when I was there? 
the bear bile industry with the, I can't remember what type of bear it was, but it's like the poo bear bear got me right in the heart. I was so passionate. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to sell all this stuff. I'm going to save all the bears and I change the world. And I got out there and everyone's like, like trying to avoid me as they're trying to do sales. So I was trying to position myself really through a second line brand. If we're looking at Jinkies, second line life's work, which is passion. Well, passion's not enough to carry a fourth line. It just wasn't enough. So when I look at positioning copy and marketing through human design jinkies, it shifts everything. And that would be the positioning of your copy and yourself. And as soon as I learned that, even in the online space, it amplifies everything. As soon as I slip from marketing through that fourth line, brand and life's work, as soon as I slip through, through from that, everything starts to fall apart because that's how people are meant to see me. Your profile is your public role in business. So Raw called it your public role in BG5. It's how people are meant to see you. When we have congruence between your energetic blueprint and how people are meant to see you, the sale becomes much easier and the marketing and the copy becomes much easier because you understand how to position yourselves. Let me know if that makes sense, my friends. Keeping an eye on the time as well. It's 11.11. Keeping an eye on the time because I do have class. So... Copywriting itself is not just about, now here's the thing, actually I wanna back up one step. If I have a client that's really stuck, like they've convinced themselves that it's really hard, they've convinced themselves they have all these limiting beliefs around copy, there is a short period of time where I will say just write it out in your journal and then post it. Just to start getting them in the flow and we'll edit little aspects of the copy, but sometimes there is just this building momentum. That's not a long-term strategy. That's not a long-term sustainable business model. Manifestation is not a business model. And if you're going day-to-day like that, what I call daily tactics, you might start to notice that over time. You're getting burned out. You're getting exhausted. Your creativity is like, right? Slowly collapsing in on itself. And then people think, well, I just need time off, or I just need this, or I just need that. And they try to do other things when the true critical problem of the business is there's nothing supporting you. There's no long-term vision that you're working backwards from. There's no strategy. There's no structure to what you're saying. So you're forced to always be in the creative flow. And the reality is, Not every day is creative flow for us, and that is okay. There are days where I just want to sit in the field with my goats and chickens and not be in my creative flow, but because I know what I'm working backwards from and the strategy and structure that's going to get me there, I don't have to be on vibe or at a certain vibe or manifesting or anything like that because I have the strategy and structure to hold me and support me. So copywriting is as much bring in the energy baby because your energy speaks before you do as it is strategy and structure and i really believe you know there's this battle in the online space it's like reminds me of the wwe days wwf days battle in the online space like strategy and structure versus energy and flow only and i really believe if we're leaving one out of the conversation doesn't matter which one you're hitting a glass ceiling and you're only going to get so far Copywriting is about strategy and structure. And like I said, no one's born knowing how to sell. No one is. It's a skill that we can develop. And yes, is it going to take time? Well, yeah, of course. However, it's a skill that's going to pay off. I really believe when you commit to understanding how to write properly, it's a skill that's going to pay off 
the entire length of your business. Because here's the thing, I have had clients that say, no, I don't wanna learn that, I'm just going to hire someone. But then, but then, they're copywriter they can't get a hold of because they're on vacation or it's the weekend and you know people want to not work 24 seven or it's the evening and my clients had this like genius idea or something. And so they've outsourced the entirety of their copywriting and now they're at the mercy of someone else speaking their message for them. And maybe that person's not, and there's nothing wrong with hiring copywriters, it's not my jam, but now they're at the mercy of someone else being available. And I really believe, guys, I really believe that no one can sell your shit like you. I believe that in my heart and soul. No one will write better copy after practice about your offers than you will. So even if you hire, you know, say you use chat GPT or you hire a copywriter, it's so important in my mind and my view that your hands are still on it because no one is going to be as passionate about what you offer as you. So committing to learning that skill, I believe is going to pay off immensely in the long term in your business because no one, guys, I'm telling you, and this is the thing, actually, I want to back up a little bit. I'm glad this is hitting. When I, one of the biggest issues I see, and I'll call clients out on this, is when I'm more passionate about their shit than they are. And I'm sitting on a call with them and I'm like, why am I the only one excited about this offer? Why am I the only one excited about this copy or this marketing? That is a big glaring red flag because your coach can't be more excited than you. Your copywriter can't be more excited for you. You, your energy, and I don't mean holding the vibe, very different, your energy speaks before you do. And especially in building a personal brand, it matters. I really believe it. So let's look at, before I let you guys go, what is the difference between just saying what's on your mind, posting your journal prompts or whatever you wrote in your journal, and copy? Like true copywriting. I want to just tell you guys, if I can do it, anyone can. This is a funny story. So when I first got into business, because my friend that was helping me when I had my personal training studio, she never called it copywriting. So when I first got into business, <laughs> guys, seriously, if I can do it, anyone can. When I first, this is embarrassing. I'm going to go red as I say this. When I first got into business, I thought copywriting was like copywriting, like not writing, like something is copyrighted. So you can't like steal their shit. You can't copy and paste it, right? That is, that's how much of a newbie I was when I got into business. So if I can do it, anyone can do it. I really believe that. So sales copywriting is essentially super simple. Anything intended to move a qualified reader, viewer, or listener to a specific action. That's it. That's it. (laughs) You know, as Ross said, we sell through the not self. We sell through our openness to, sorry, to the not self of other people. But this is not something to be ashamed of. It's not something to have guilt over. He also said, and this is not a direct quote, I can't remember the direct quote offhand, but he also said, the difference between you and someone else is you help someone get out of it. You help someone transform their lives and move through the transformation you provide, move from where they're stuck in that not self life to point B, the dream, from their pain to the dream, from their pain to pleasure, however you want to write that. So that's something to be proud of and people love to buy. So if they're not buying from you, they will buy from someone else. 
And there can be a perception online of, but someone doesn't have copywriting, they just speak from their heart. That tends to be the best copywriting when someone is just so in their flow and so passionate about what they're doing and what they're selling that you're like, I, I've created an emotional connection. I've created an emotional connection to this person. I've created an emotional connection to this offer. And it doesn't even feel like I'm being sold to because here's the thing. People love buying. They don't love being sold to. So I want you to write that down. Someone's that's not a direct, that's not an Ashley quote. I don't know who originally said it, but people love to buy. They hate to be sold to. So when you can create just that passionate connection with people and then zhuzh it up <laughs> with the copywriting aspect, with the strategy and structure, with a nice hook, with something simple and clear, like the title of this live stream, Copy That Sells, which is also the title of my new workshop. You are the brand, Copy That Sells. It's super fucking clear. You know what you're getting. You know why you're saying yes. You know how it's going to help you create a transformation in your business because you're going to be writing Copy That Sells, which makes you more money, allows you to reach more people. It's super simple, super clear. When you can get passionate about that and get that invitation out to people in a way that's not contrived, in a way that's not trying to be salesy, people are going to buy because they're going to feel that energy from you. And like I said, you just zhuzh it up a little bit. And I teach you how to zhuzh it up a little bit. I don't know what this is, but zhuzh it up a little bit in the workshop. That's exactly what we're gonna do. We're gonna look at energy, we're gonna look at strategy, and we're gonna look at zhuzhing up your copy to bring your magic to it so that people are buying without necessarily being sold too. And I know that's what's going to make you even feel better in building a brand that sells is having people buy without necessarily having to feel like I'm selling to people because you're just so fucking excited about it. And that's what's going to sell offers like hotcakes. It's not because, and this is where a lot of people get in their head. Well, it's because someone's selling money or someone's selling business or someone's selling this or that. It's because they are so passionate about what they do. They're writing the best copy of their life because they don't even realize they're doing it. They're just so interested and excited in what they're bringing forward for people that it sells itself. And then again, we zhuzh it up a little bit. (laughs) So this is where your programs are going to sell. This is where you're going to see higher conversion. From a copywriting perspective, we go in, we take what you're passionate about, we take the words that you're using that connects on an emotional level to the people you want to be serving and we zhuzh it up. That's how it's going to convert. So I want you to write this down. Can't wait. I'm so excited. I am so excited about this offer. I can't even tell you guys. It's so nice to be back with you guys live, be back with you guys serving. I am a right angle cross of service after all. So as much as I love just living the farmer life and taking care of my animals, I am kind of in my element when I'm serving. It's true. It's true. All right, we're writing this down. I have like nine minutes before I have to be in class. People will buy when they feel like something will make them feel better or help them get what they want because it uses familiar, comfortable words that address their fears and desires. This is important. This is a conversation I have with my clients all the time. Do you use those words or do your ideal qualified clients use those words? I see a lot of people, especially spiritual people, I'm calling you out here, try to be really clever in their language and they're not using familiar, comfortable words that address 
their ideal qualified client's fears and desires. So a word that I've used from the beginning is rebel. The sacred rebel. That is something I've used for like five plus years in my business. That is a familiar, comfortable word. Those that I work with tend to see themselves as rebels, tend to see themselves as like, my grandma would say shit disturbers. She used to always call me a shit disturber when I was little. She wasn't wrong, okay? But they tend to be like the shit disturbers in their niche. They're the rebels. They're disruptors. They're bringing something different. Now, if I was to use a word like maverick, for example, which is another way of using rebel in your copy. But if I was to use the word maverick, it likely would not be familiar. It likely would not be comfortable and it therefore likely would not convert. Does that make sense? Let me know if that makes sense. It seems like such an easy example, but it's, I mean, we ha- we're, we're down to the wire on minutes. I should have known I need more time to talk. So we want to bring familiar, comfortable words into your copy, in your marketing that address fears and desires. I'm so glad this is hitting. So when we do this, copy is going to feel like speaking to a friend rather than trying to sell. And you guys hear me. You've been here for a long time. If you've been here for a long time, you hear me say this all the time. Hey friends. I even do my email marketing. Hey friends. And it's not because I'm being an ass. It's not because I refuse to use people's names. It's not because I'm trying to be dismissive. It's truly because I see my community as friends. I mean, that's truly that fourth line as well. But I truly see the people in my community as friends. So when I get too much into the strategy and structure, I bring myself back. How would I offer this to a friend? How would I invite a friend into this? How would I speak to a friend about this? Now, if I'm speaking to a friend about my offer, I'm not sitting there calling her a maverick, for example, right? (laughs) I'd be like, you know, it's for the rebel souls. Those badasses that want to make money using their particular brand of crazy bitches that they just want to be themselves and create impact and income. That's how I would speak to a friend. Now, I wouldn't be like, okay, this offer is really going to bring the mavericks into their power and help them find their purpose on this earth so that they can live in their divine energy and be of service to the collective. It's just not me. Not to say anything's wrong with that. It's just not me. It's not how I would speak to my friends. Let me know if this makes sense. Makes total sense. Very interesting. Perfect. That is a gold key to your copyright friends. And of course, we'll be going more into this in copy that sells by design, which is the June, I was going to say May. I am so twisted up on what month it is, the June workshop. So I want you to start thinking about how would I speak to a friend without making it contrived? And then of course, yeah, we can make those fancy headlines, the fancy hooks. We can make fancy subtitles that are simple and catchy and easy, but that is the foundation of everything. Number two, I want you to start thinking of what do I want at the as a result of this piece of copy? What do I want someone to do as a result of reading the thing, of watching the thing, of listening to the thing I created? What, where am I moving people towards? What do I want them to do? So it has a purpose. And with my clients, I tend to work backwards from the launch goals. We're not just posting random shit. It has a purpose. We're moving someone somewhere, even this live. It is touching on exactly the stuff we're going to go deeper into, into the workshop. 
And I'm not sitting here doing a hard sell. It's like, you love this. Ooh, now I'm hitting my mic. <laughs> you love this. You love the way I deliver copy. You love the way I speak about this. And you want copy that sells and converts in a way that feels like it's talking to a fr- you're talking to a friend rather than being salesy and pushing a hard set- sale. You want more of that? Join me. I invite you to join me. I'm not forcing you to do anything that you wouldn't do on your own volition, your own energy, your own truth, your own inner authority. I'm not being contrived. I'm not being forced. I'm not following a script. It's me following exactly what I'm going to teach you guys how to do in the workshop, but just speaking to you as you're a friend, bringing value to you. That's it. And then we zhuzh it up a little bit. (laughs) So looking at what is the action? So the first thing, what are the words? What are the familiar words they're using? How can you speak to people more like a friend? Two, now, of course, we don't want to deep. There's a the caveat here. You want to just be like someone's BFF online and they're also not paying. Two, what for everything you create, everything you create, my friends, unless you have a marketing and sales department, you are the marketing and sales department. What do you want someone to do as a result of reading, watching or listening? So this live, for example, what I would love you to do if you're interested is join me in copy that sells my June workshop, which is where we're going deeper into this. So that's where I would love you guys to go after watching this or listening to this on the podcast if it's aligned, if it's the next step, if you want to create copy that sells that feels fucking good rather than contrived. And number three, then I really have to go. I'm looking at the clock. I have three minutes left. <laughs> number three, stop thinking about copy only being on a sales page. Like I said, unless you have a marketing or a sales department, everything you put out into the world is copy. It can be a tweet just by the way I have a Twitter now you can catch the link in my bio it can be an article on LinkedIn it can be a podcast it can be a post it can be one of those colored backgrounds on Facebook all of that is copy all of it is marketing so we're thinking of where are we moving people towards with this with the comfortable language that connects on an emotional level with people actually I want to say one more thing ah I'm running out of time that's okay I talk way too much. I feel like if I'm coming live, I need to give myself at least an hour. A half an hour is not enough. One more thing. This is going to be your piece from a Gene Keys perspective. In your copy and marketing, if you are a first line brand, we're talking about brand, give them security. Two, second line, show your passion. Third line, make them laugh. Bring humor into it. There's a reason why we'll get into that into in the workshop. Number four, show your heart through genuine honesty and openness. That has been a pillar of my brand from day one. And I was open and honest in my stories about what I've been moving through this year in the business itself. That is true fourth line brand expression. Five, so fifth line brand, give them practical solutions in your copy and marketing. And a sixth line brand, share your vision. So that's a way that we can start weaving in the Gene Keys aspect of how do we position yourself and how do we position your copywriting within your business and within your brand. All right, with that said, I have literally one minute to get off this call. I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you did, I invite you to learn more. I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit more about it, but I gotta run, so you're gonna have to click the link in my bio. If you enjoyed this, I do invite you to join me and other badasses, so many people have already said yes, to 
the You're the Brand, it's a, it's a series we have. We have three, so, well, this will be the third one. You are the brand copy that sells by design, where I'm going to teach you five copywriting strategies, which are leveraging both tried and true industry secrets and also your human design and gene keys so that we can find your way. So if you show up, I just ask, this is my ask of you if you show up. You show up to do the work. It is a workshop. It's not just sit and listen to me talk. Show up to do the work. Allow me to help you <laughs> on the workshop. Allow me to help you write your copy on the workshop. You could show up to this workshop and have your copy written for your next launch. You could show up to this workshop and have your copy written for the next month. Show up ready to do the work and I'm going to meet you there to help you have copy that sells. All right, my friends, with that said, I'm going to be late. I have to run a class. It's such an honor being live with you. Thank you for joining me, spending time with me. I appreciate so much that you guys say yes and find value in hanging out with me. So thank you for being here and I'll talk to you soon. Bye guys.